Welcome back to Techies, the podcast about simplifying our lives one gadget at a time. This is episode five for Sunday, June 8th, 2014. This is Shane, and joining me, as always, are both Tony. Hello. And Matt. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) The only reason I said this time, the only reason I said Tony first is because he was the first one on uh, Skype that I could see in the video screen. So... What? Congrats on that, Tony, for being first this time. He was breathing heavy and his face popped up. That's probably why. That could very well be. <laughs> Maybe. I got allergies right now. Oh, how are you guys doing on this fine Sunday evening? Pretty good. Pretty yeah? Inside a lot, but uh, yeah. Pretty, pretty good. Uh, you guys yeah. drinking anything tonight? Got some wine I'm drinking right now. What kind of wine? Chardonnay. Cool. Matt? Uh, I've got a little bit of the spotted cow going tonight. Spotted cow. Ah, very nice. And I'm drinking a premium beer, Big Flats, uh, light beer here. (laughs) That sounds terrible. (laughs) (laughs) It's, uh, it just, uh, the only reason I really got is it's, uh, it's kind of up town up where we have, uh, Land up north, so. Um, actually, this is big. Can't recall. I think I may have tried once, but one once before. But I saw them in Walgreens tonight, and I felt like I had to pick up pick up a six pack. So You're doing a it's not too bad, actually. Here. What's that? Doing a terrible job selling this beer. <laughs> I can't it tastes all right, I think. <laughs> That's not Elvin. <laughs> I mean, it tastes like beer. It tastes like. At any beer. rate, it's not. It's certainly not a craft beer or anything like that, but. Uh, Gets the job done. Gets the job done. <laughs> Gets her done. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, a great way to stay in shape. Anybody, anybody uh, care to talk about any progress they've made on any such uh, tech projects that they have previously discussed in our previous episodes? Ooh, I've made a little progress. I was talking, uh, I think, last time about uh, installing Ubuntu and uh, doing a little bit of that fun stuff. So I've got it... Uh, Set to every day, just compile a bunch of photos for kind of a flashback thing. So all the photos that I've ever taken on that single day, throw them in a folder, syncs to to Dropbox, um, and I can kind of go create an album from there. So um, that's actually been working out really well. Uh, I haven't even had to go into log into that computer in in about a week. So maybe it's working a little bit too well. I haven't worked with Linux in a week, which kind of you know one of the driving factors. The way it should be. (laughs) <laughs> spending as little time with Linux as possible. It works too well. <laughs> I suppose, you know, that's kind of the case with Linux web servers too, right? Just, I know they're cheap and most people use them. Most Apache. Right. Is that what the, is that what that is? That's right. Yeah. Um, AIS, which is Microsoft, which I'm sure costs whatever. I'm sure a lot. A lot. Yes. Sorry, what? Uh, anything else uh, you guys want to talk about before we dive into the news section here? Um, no, I haven't really done too much on my um, photo project. Um, not to skip you or anything. Sure, you can skip me. That's okay. 
That's okay. Tony, is your volume down or something? No. Okay. Can you can you, guys can you hear me now? Today. <laughs> it's probably Skype. It's always been Skype lately. All right. Well, without further ado. <laughs> I think that's a great segue into your uh, news story there. That's a good point. Yeah, you got to go first. News. And speaking of Skype, the Huffington Post reports post uh, post Skype translator will change the world. And uh, this is something I heard. I actually think I first heard about this on a podcast uh, a couple days ago. But um, yeah, so Skype is well, Microsoft specifically, since they own Skype now, are they've been developing this uh, instant translating software built into Skype. And uh, I think it sounds like a pretty awesome thing. You know, it's it really does sound like, and they go into this in the article, but it sounds like something straight out of Star Trek. But yeah, essentially. You know, you talk into Skype, and then it auto translates back to the uh, to the other person on the other end. And uh, you know, the, so the article goes through and it talks about the there's the pros and the cons. You wouldn't think there'd be cons, but they kind of bring up some things like political or uh, terrorist, uh, you know, people that might be using it for for a negative potential uh, reason. You know, they can get their word out there better. Um, but I think overall, this is really something that's we're all gonna make all of our lives potentially easier what uh do you guys have anything any thoughts on that in particular uh yeah i did um i actually heard that on podcast too and um i think it's um i think yeah over time it'll probably be really great i did hear um that the more languages added to it kind of help out the like the previous ones in it i don't know if you heard that too with um with skype or maybe with the podcast you might have listened to about it might help out the previous what was that again like the i think what i heard um in the podcast about it was i think they were using english and mandarin and right. um, if they added another language to it it was gonna make english and mandarin that much better in terms of translating and you know on the fly mm-hmm. um, but i don't know if you guys if you heard that too or if that's in the article are those the only two supported languages right now there's but- there was only a few and i didn't I didn't think it said Mandarin specifically. I thought, wow, they definitely picked, you know, Mandarin, a uh, hard language to translate to English. So they, I don't know, picking the hard ones first, that's probably a, a good, it says, good way to go. Uh, they've only tested from English to German and Chinese for the moment is what it says. But maybe that's specifically Mandarin, hey? That's a, is that considered, that's a type of Chinese, isn't it? Yeah. Ooh, I think there's tons of dialects. Yeah. There. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's a lot too. But I, that's what I heard when I kind of heard about the, um, the Skype and I know they did a demonstration on the fly and it <clears throat> did did really good. I don't know if that's is that like the most common uh form of Chinese or I, I would imagine they that would be the reason to go with that if it's more widely used. Yeah, I believe that's the most common. Okay. Gotcha. But I don't yeah, I actually think this is uh pretty darn cool and I've been putting off learning Spanish for so long, maybe I can just <laughs> put it off and not have to worry about it. <laughs> yeah, Almost exactly. There. Almost there. <laughs> you know, it's one of those things like, I don't really cook that much because I don't have to. I, uh, <laughs> people don't, people don't hunt or, or <laughs> farm because <laughs> they don't need to anymore. But as uh, that's one of the, cook that much maybe one of the downfalls to. of technology is, is we're constantly, um, I don't want to say devolving, but we're, we're more or less specializing in other areas so that we don't have to, uh, 
do these tasks, I guess, but um, not need not that everyone learns foreign languages, you know. Um, but certainly Spanish is one around here that's that's uh, probably one of the more helpful, at least in the U.S. Yeah. Anywho. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I thought this was really, uh, I don't know, I think this is really cool, really nice step in the right direction and it kind of reminded me where we I was watching the uh, the Apple presentation last week and they went into this whole big thing on how they're trying to figure out photos and it's kind of like oh, I spend so much time on that and then you know here again something that I was you know ready to spend a ton of time into investing yeah. into learning foreign language and I don't know technology is kind of figuring well, it out so and I it's, probably just sit around and the thing is this is and it sounds like this is something that's been worked on for 10 years I think it said um but if you think about it, Google Translate's already been able to do this with, uh, you know, just going to a foreign country and, you know, using the Google Translate app, saying something into it, and then having the other person hear it. Um, I guess this is just another step. But at the same time, it's a different use. You're not, with Skype, it's not so much, you know, you can't do it live necessarily uh, with someone that's actually there present. Um, so it's just a whole nother scenario uh more of a i suppose this would be more of a, a huge business um benefit for sure i can't even yeah. imagine how much easier this is going to make types of things like that did they say go- it's coming out or anything like that ah uh, that's a good question I don't, I don't know if they actually did say that specifically but it yeah i don't uh da, 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 oh just assume it's coming out soon. <laughs> nice. Like it's out now. It's out. Yeah. It, I mean, it's it's officially announced. So I've been talking in Chinese this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You can't tell. It's just like Star Trek. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, should we go on to one of your articles then? Uh, Who sure. wants to go uh, first or next? You know, if Matt wants to go, he can. You can play can rock, go. paper, scissors if you want. All right. Um, mine's kind of a short article. Um, Google Play Movies and TV gets offline viewing on Chromecast. Info cards in Chrome browser. And um, I, when Chrome, you know, first or Google first came out with a, a Chromebook, I kind of was like, oh, this always needs an online connection. But then over um, over time, especially with the with the Play Store coming in, I mean, you can have all these applications, and they are making them more for offline um, availability. Because um, even though most of the time we always have either a Wi-Fi connection, um, or there's some kind of um, you know internet there, for the most part, even though people are like, "Oh, I always need an online connection," um, I think more times than not, you you probably don't even think like, "Oh, there's always one," but maybe not necessarily. But they're really trying to, um, I think, push more for either viewing and I think with Google Docs too and, you know, with Gmail, um, um, more things offline that you can um, either download and then kind of look at later. And there, this is an add-on, um, and it unfortunately it's only for Chromebooks right now um, to be able to download movies or TVs, shows, and um, watch them offline. Download TVs. That's with download those 3D printers. That's right. That's the future. Yeah. <laughs> so Chromebooks normally come with a pretty darn small hard drive though, right? So is this going to be... That seems like kind of counterintuitive to download these movies when you've got this uh, interesting you know, hardware that's kind of set up for streaming. It seems weird. 
Is it more of a kind of yeah temporary um, thing? I don't even, and I don't even know how what their current line of Chromebooks are right now in terms of hard drives, but I'm sure they're a little better. But I know that the whole thing is being cheap. But um, <laughs> yeah, that's a good that's a good point. No, I don't mean cheap Google's in a bad Mondo, way. Just model like, right there, kind of bare bones. Either free or cheap, one of those. What? I what? <laughs> so that's Google's model, uh, free or cheap. That's true. Well, I think they want the whole thing is for them to more people online, even though this is sort of offline, just to get the ads, get more revenue. I think that's their 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 whole motto right there. Yeah, I'm um, taking a look at their uh, Chromebook Pixel is 32 gigabyte solid state drive. That's their flagship. I suppose yeah. if it's solid state, that makes sense. Are they? Well, I, mean, I suppose they're. I know they probably just. I think they came out with some recently, or there's a couple new ones coming out soon. But I don't. I don't know what in terms of hard drive they have, or how that stays on there. There's, there's many different uh, models of Chromebooks out there now, right? Yeah. I think oh so. yeah. yeah, yeah. I think Chrome, Chrome OS is just a variant of Linux, right? And then any manufacturer can make a Chromebook if they want. But I think most of them do have a pretty small hard drive. That seems to be the signature of a, of a Chromebook. I mean, that, maybe that, this is a sign that they're going to start increasing some of that storage. Although, you know, 32 gigs, I guess for a laptop, it sounds like a little bit, but then for, when you're thinking tablets... Your phone, yeah, I suppose my phone's only 32 gigs, and, you know, I've uh, had full-length movies on there. No, but, yeah, but, well, I guess you can keep them in the cloud or whatever Google's is, too, so you don't, you can, if you need to delete them off, like, with my iPhone or, you know, even my, you know tablet or laptop but when you um when you buy something from their store you can delete it and then just download it again like that's what i do with itunes i'm thinking you could do the same thing with google play hmm. so i'm reading the article and this is 32 gigabytes enough to contain shea labouf and can you even delete him once you've watched him i think he just sticks around that, right that is the ultimate question and <laughs> that is when true. you I mean, when you need some brought sort this of... article up that's my very first thought labouf <laughs> cannot be contained well, the next Transformers movie will not have him. It'll have Mark Dumas. <laughs> we'll have to see how this works. Yeah, but he'll make a cameo at the end. Like, oh, that could be. Old, and Megan Fox, too. Oh, there I see him. <laughs> I see him now. <laughs> what the heck? Uh, good stuff. All right. Tony, you, you good now? Yeah, you're good you, now. Are you, are you <laughs> good? good? Oh, I'm glad I got that off. Yeah. <laughs> good job. Uh... <laughs> Matthew, would you, All right. would you so, like to discuss uh, My article, article comes from Engadget as well. This is uh, Amazon's likely to announce its new phone on June 18th. Um, and they basically just sent out a teaser video. They didn't show any hardware or anything, just a bunch of people being excited about some kind of uh, tech hardware they're holding off camera. Um, but uh, the speculation is that it is an Amazon phone. Um, I'm assuming it's Android. Um and because all of their other tablets and whatnot have been Android, um, I guess the tagline at the beginning of the article, what has six cameras, a large screen, and tracks your head. Um, so I don't know yet. Yeah, some kind of cool news um, just to know that uh, Amazon's entering the phone space. Um, but Android phones, it's pretty crowded space right now. So I'm, I'm kind of curious what their angle is going to be to kind of take away from you know, some of the heavy hitters in the Android space. Um, so uh, Samsung's got some some nice phones out there. I'm, I'm just wondering what what Amazon's going to do to kind of compete with them and set themselves apart. So um, it's kind of cool. And uh, if you want to sign up for their early uh, leak, I think you can uh, go sign on their website if you follow early uh, leak. Search for it. That's a good question. Early leak, yeah. 
that the, the, the phone is really saturated. No, I, it's I perfectly wonder normal. What they would do to really separate themselves from like you know the app app iPhone or the uh, any Android phone. I mean, mm. I feel like any Android phone is sort of fragmented in terms of you know what can be updated when and what you know software can be on what one. I feel like that's a little harder, but. With Amazon, you know, they have their own store, so it might be a little easier. Maybe, yeah, maybe they are going to tie their store into it somehow. And I mean, but Kindle's got to have an Android app, too, so that's kind of the big thing for the, you know, the Amazon Kindle, uh, their their tablet, and, uh, um, you know, they've got their, their e-readers. It's just kind of, it is because it's a Kindle, so I don't know if the, you know, all phones can have the Kindle app, so it's not really setting itself apart. So kind of curious what they're going to have. Yeah, neat stuff. <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool. We good? We 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 good? <laughs> ready to ready to move on here? Uh, that's June eighteenth, by the way, too. I don't know if I read that. that ah, yes, June eighteenth. Fantastic. Yeah. Shane does not care about Amazon. <laughs> that's right. Shane's getting that phone. He's not going to get the new iPhone one in September. Oh, you know I'm going to get it. <laughs> Depending on the size, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. If it's a bigger size, then it'll probably be more money. And I will eat my hat <laughs> if it's a bigger size. I'm kind of actually looking for it if if they're gonna do a bigger size. I, I mean, again with the Retina thing, eh, may That's... go make it not Retina, non Retina. But uh, what uh, what sizes would they go with? There's four point seven six, and or a... seven and a five point five, right? If I'm just worried if 5.5 is made too big to fit in my hand. I think so, too. <laughs> I'd almost want to hold it first before I made any kind of commitment. I don't know. <laughs> your commitment or whatever. Yeah, try before you buy. But then again, if it's a bigger screen with Retina, then maybe a 16 gig is 300, and then a 32 gig is 400. I don't know. Maybe they that, that they might help. I'm just speculating here. I really – I know I know everything's going to the cloud. Um, I just wish they would up that storage on those phones. What would you get? The, You've never. It's gotten been a like four years since they've uh, really doubled the size, like they were doing when the phones first came out. But mm-hmm. I could, I mean, I don't know. I could go with one twenty-eight or something like that now. Would you get a one twenty-eight? I mean, if that was the, if that was one of the options, uh, you know, you know, I guess that's the oh. thing. What, where would they start? Would they start at sixty-four? Would they start? Do they at, have a sixty-four? Uh, I think they, I think they did start doing a sixty-four now. Because I know on the iPads, I think they got a 128. I think that's the highest one. But right. I don't think they do on the... What's I think a, they might have... I don't know. How much, how much are you guys using on your phones right now? Well, I was... I have been feet. running out of space like crazy lately. And I just... It's photos, I think, mostly that was doing it. But You've got I, a 32 gigabyte? Yep. And I just... Uh, just today, actually, that. I actually got most of my music off of it. And I only put up playlists now the music that's specifically in those playlists. So that seems to have brought the storage down or brought it down, uh, brought the available storage up. So, uh, well, I'm looking forward to the storage, um, that they'll have on iCloud's drive. So then you might be able to offload those, those photos to, um, your, you know, cloud drive. And yeah, I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, not to get into too much of, uh, but, uh, I guess, we we could talk a little more about was your article in here something different before Tony? It was. <laughs> <I> <laughs> you changed, changed it up, it up yeah. on me, so 
Well, we, we we could go into a little bit of. Uh, yeah, um, I mean, at the Worldwide Developers Conference. Do we want to? I guess this would be the best time to talk about it, hey? Right before the XP booth, sure. We talked, you know, briefly so far about it. I mean, just real quick, might as well say right off the bat, there was no hardware. There were no hardware announcements, which all of our pred- predictions, including the eye table, did not come true. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Wait till September, October. That's usually when hardware comes out. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think they've always, the past few years, they've had hardware at WWE. Yeah, I wasn't sure. I was um, trying to remember what last year was. It makes sense at a developer's conference. It was but... the new um, uh, Mac, whatever the desktop one is. Uh, Mac, it? Pro. Oh, is Mac Pro? The iMac? Oh, wait, oh the, um, the, the real Mac thin one? Pro. Oh. Was that yeah, at the... the trash can. They, well, that's when they announced it, but it didn't uh, come out till like the end of last year. Right. That's right. They did announce that. Oh, that that's something, I guess. Maybe that's they do true. every once in a while, but I don't. I know I, a developers conference is usually just software. I got to say, I think I was pretty happy with though, all the different software announcements they had. Um, it sounds like some pretty interesting, innovative, innovative stuff. Um, I mean, where to even begin? Uh, Mac OS or OS 10, not OS X, like, uh, and I didn't even, I don't know why. What do most people actually say? I noticed Tim Cook was saying OS ten. Yeah, I, yeah. I actually looked it up. I think on it is supposed to be OS ten. Okay, gotcha. Is it Mega Man X or ten? <laughs> <laughs> These Mega are the, Man 10 the tough 10. questions. Yeah, sometimes they do. Wasn't there another product that just had an X in it that came out? I don't know. Anyway, um. So, you know, uh, OS ten, the new Yosemite, which that all uh, was true, and, and that yeah. that banner that was revealed was correct. And I'm having a terrible time spelling that. I keep can't remember if it's an E or an A. Every time I, I spell it's, it, I... It's an E. It's two E's. It's the E. What, in Yosemite? Yeah. Oh. Wait, where do you think there's an A? <laughs> Yosemite, I don't know. what. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah. So it's it's pretty neat. They, they're as predicted. They're bringing the uh, the whole iOS look now to the Mac for the most part. Really, yeah. I'm really impressed with with how that's looking now with the really bright icons and the translucency and all that. It's just it looks it looks just fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I think it looks great too. Um, <laughs> I'll be interested to see and, um, how the whole um taking calls from your your uh your your computer will be like if your phone continuity is yeah that looks well that's yeah that's it, it was exciting. an impressive demo and i'm thinking to myself am i going to be using that am i going to set it up and i'm I'm kind of torn right now if i'm going to be well well yeah it seems like it'll be pretty automated i thought yeah i kind of thought like right away but like right now i could get like iMessages or like text messages you know through my computer or my ipad and i kind of turn that off because i don't want all my yep. devices dinging exactly. at me and I wonder if that's going to be the same case because I got my phone right next to me. I'm, I'm just on my iMac, and I want to know if that if they're both going to be ringing. I'm just excited that my Mac is going to be able to automatically uh, detect the hotspot and do that all without me really touching it. It seemed like. Yeah, actually, Randy, yeah, I was at tried that today where I wanted to uh, set up a hotspot and had to go to my phone. So I can see where that would benefit me. Yeah. Every now and again, it'd be nice to just go on the, the laptop and set it up i use that a lot you know um when i go out and about it's 
real easy to do, at least with Verizon. I can't say that's that's one thing I, I, I need to find out if I whether or not when our contracts are up, Tony and I, are, our contracts are up at the same time with Verizon, and we need to decide if we're going to stick with them or go to AT&T. And um, I think AT&T, you have to pay extra for the mobile hotspot. I think oh, do you? I believe so. I don't really use the mobile hotspot, though. Okay, so, well. I still might go to AT&T. We'll see. I'll be I use good. it a fair amount. I use it a little bit on my laptop and then uh, quite a bit with the iPad. Yeah. So that would be... I guess, yeah, I've used it a little bit, so I want to pay more, though. So, I guess uh, I don't want to run back to the whole continuity thing, but um, the the biggest thing that is standing in my way right now with the continuity is just, um, and they touched a bit on uh, at the WWDC, is the the family sharing thing, which, I mean, when their presentation was geared around kids, and that was kind of, I don't know. Uh, but my wife and I share the same Apple ID just because we don't want to buy the same apps all the time. And um, so they did the whole family thing where you can share the apps across um, people. And, you know, that's a a big thing for me is just if we're both using the same Apple ID, is that going to – I don't want to get her calls on my laptop. So splitting us apart is going to be pretty cool. Um, but then the, the family sharing thing um, is going to be a per app or per developer opt-in uh, to do that. So – I don't know. I, I think it's pretty cool, the continuity stuff. I'd love to do it, but um, I'm just hoping that I can split our Apple accounts uh, apart. And maybe, right. maybe I shouldn't say that to the public that we're <laughs> sharing the same Apple ID. I, well, no, I think... Um, I believe I you, you'll be able to do that. Um, and I was I was really excited about it, and this doesn't affect me at all in, in any way. I just thought it was a really cool feature, the whole asking for permission to download something. Where you, you know, that... They they show the kid the kid at first they start off saying, yeah, kid's gonna be able to actually just tap on the uh, buy button there and, and then but then it brings up the pop up of asking for permission then it pops up on the parent's phone I thought that's a really neat and uh, mm. safe thing and although I I wonder if Apple's gonna lose out on that now lose out on potential accidental buys or kids that go and. <laughs> on spending sprees, I suppose it'll it'll uh, I think cut they've down been good on a lot about of refunding that stuff. Yeah, yeah, I suppose they'll they uh, that will cut down on a lot of discrepancies like that, though. But yeah, that could that 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 is a nice a nice option there. And then they did the uh, the launcher uh, or the new spotlight search on uh, well, it was, it was kind of updated the spotlights on both uh, OS ten and iOS, but. They really, they really did change that spotlight search now to be more like an app launcher, which we were just recently discussing <laughs> here. Um, and it, it seems looks really nice. I'm really yeah. looking forward to that. Yeah, it's. I, I as soon as I saw that, I'm like, wow, Matt is going to be really either really happy or really mad with all the uh, different apps he's tried now. No, no, I, 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 I am. Tried, I'm a little... I think Alfred's got a lot of plugins still that yeah. um, you can you can do to hook up to other apps, but. Um, yeah, yeah, I suppose the it doesn't really look really nice. Um, and my biggest gripe with the spotlight right now, and that Alfred, hands down, was way better, is just, and this is so silly. When I type something in, uh, whatever I type in there, the search the web is the bottom link on Spotlight. It drives me nuts because that's normally, ah, uh, one of the most useful things. Oh yeah, that it is. Yeah, so it looks like you're gonna get a lot of different options, a lot of different uh, internet options now with the new spotlight search and uh, like wikipedia and those types of things well, man i and, have to thank you um 
well, about that uh, last week when um, you were talking about that. Um, I think with Spotlight, it's Command Spacebar, I think you were telling me. And I, oh, yeah. I can't believe I didn't know that because I use that, I don't know how much now. I use that all the time now. Yeah, there's still, I mean, I use a lot more Mac commands now than I did when oh, I was, yeah. well, barely a Mac user. But, um, yeah, that's still one that I don't have memorized or I don't <laughs> really think about. So, what was it? Command Spacebar? <laughs> Hold yeah. Command Spacebar, yeah. it's Gotcha. Good to know. That's nice stuff. Save you, save me about two seconds of my day. <laughs> <laughs> it adds up. I suppose. So, um, I mean, what else about uh, the whole uh, the plugin stuff for the phones was, you know, they went into the keyboard and they just talked about it for two seconds. But um, from a developer point of view, just exposing all that stuff to developers, I'm sure they're going to think of a lot of cool stuff to do with it. Um, you know, the keyboard plugin was just, you know, one thing, but they've got the widgets. Um, you know, anybody could make their own kind of you know keyboards or. Um, just really opening up the, the operating system to just kind of plug in what you want, um, plug in just a filter to the, the photo app. Um, I think there's a lot of possibilities there, and they, they kind of just scratched the surface, but that is a pretty huge announcement. That um, Yeah, I was really it's surprised. It's, it's very anti-Apple, I think, also. It's not – I mean, it's, it is and it isn't because they're doing it in an Apple way, but at the same time, um, I mean, yeah, it's it's – it's opening it up in in a way that iOS has never been. Yeah. Yeah, they normally kind of pick, let's do this one thing, let's do it exactly the way we want it. Not much customization, um, or if there is a lot of customization, it's kind of hidden behind um, you know, some minimal settings, and then you've got to go drop down to the terminal or something like that and to do it in OS X. But um, yeah, the iPhone's normally pretty locked down in terms of what you can do. So very, very cool. I'm... I don't know. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. You I'm not sure what kind of keyboard I'm going to get, but uh, I'm probably yeah. going to try them out. I know you yeah, mentioned definitely. both the keyboard and the uh, photo filters as third-party, but Apple is also updating those in their default apps, which I'm actually pretty excited about those as well, the, uh, the color balance and those types of settings that they're adding into the Photos app looks really impressive, and just the, the fine-tuning you can do with it. So that should be pretty exciting, and then the um, the keyboard, the, the the predictive text thing. Um, I gotta imagine that's gonna save a lot of time because it's it seems to learn uh, based on how you type um, what what those three suggestions will be, and I think that potentially could save uh, a lot of time texting. So I'm actually looking forward to that also. I think that might be a, a ripoff of Android as well. I think Android does that already. Well, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm, it's not even a ripoff. It's, it's something. It's literally something that's taken place since uh, flip phones. Honestly, it's predictive text is not. I mean, it's something that Apple actually had, or at least their uh, kind of what their autocorrect really was. Um, I think, if I'm not mistaken, do you guys know is this replacing that? The I think it's probably going to be in conjunction with it. So. You know, if the autocorrect would normally just pop in. Are oh, you misspelled something? Let's here's the word I'm gonna plop in. You have a chance to exit out, but uh, I think this is gonna be. Oh, you typed in two characters. I'm assuming that's gonna be. You know, you want to say assumption, so you could click on the button there and save yourself from typing in eight yep. characters or something. So I think. I mean, there was so much they announced that I'm not even quite sure I caught all of it. But uh, was I was I mistaken? Did are they finally adding a timer into the default camera app also? Did you guys see that? 
Or I don't know if it was that or if it was a third-party thing, but I think I'm pretty sure they are finally adding a, an actual timer into... I think um, the, the camera stuff they showed was just... Um, they were opening up a lot more of the camera settings you could use in, in the phone. So, like, I think focus and some other stuff that have been kind of reserved for just Apple only. They've opened that up so apps can get a hold of that and, you know, change it as it's, um, you know, real time as you're taking pictures. So right. that was probably what they were showing um, if they showed anything about the camera. I did see I did see that timer icon specifically, but, I yeah, I wasn't sure if it was a uh, third-party thing or not. Okay, so then, uh, what else do they have? They, I mean, there's, again, there's <laughs> you're just... missing the biggest news of the whole. You know, as a developer, you're going to the conference and they drop the bomb that they've released this new uh, new programming languages. Uh, yeah. or new programming language Swift. That that's huge. So, yeah, I don't. That was big deal. I don't know. That was like the as close to a oh, and one more thing you can get to uh, to Steve Jobs. So that was, yeah, not only that was Swift, awesome. but that uh, scene. What the heck is it called? Scene Kit. Is now 3D, uh, more more integrated 3D programming. Oh, you're gonna be yeah, because they dropped the whole thing about uh, here's Metal. It's a new uh, yeah. Oh yes, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's what it was. Yeah, Metal, and then Scene Kit was just the ah. They have different names for everything, but it's I get confused because the other one was what the heck is it? Uh, Health Kit they had too. That was the right, but libraries. then the one the one they announced last year for just the basic 2D programming or uh, 2D graphics. Uh, it was something else kit that I can't remember. Oh, I can't remember. Hand. Yeah, the so they had a 2D one last year. Uh, they came up with Metal, uh, which is a replacement for OpenGL, just more very low-level uh, 3D graphics type stuff. And then they came out with the like a very high-level 3D graphics type library, um, right. which made a lot of sense if they're trying to get away from OpenGL and um, you know coming out with a new programming language, Swift. They're getting rid of you know they're not getting rid of uh, Objective C. It's going to work in conjunction, but they're kind of kind of shedding some skin there and then OpenGL has uh, been around for a long time it's got uh, the API has a bunch of old deprecated stuff which I believe uh, they were still in OpenGL 2.0 or 3.0 which still has all of the old deprecated stuff that they had to support which I'm assuming when they showed that layer of fat was what they were trimming down um, there's definitely a very uh, quick way of, of sending stuff to the, the, the graphics card and saying, hey, draw this thing and then, you know, draw it again. And OpenGL, the, the version they were on, had the old deprecated stuff that where you'd send all this stuff all the time. Um, so I'm, I'm sure we we're inef- trying inefficient. to shit all that stuff. Yeah, and it, was it like up to 10 times faster in some cases, was it? Yeah, yeah I'm hoping the, uh, I think the, I think metal that's the barrier to entry for for that uh, you know OpenGL the the latest version the barrier to entry is is pretty high so I think metal is pretty high that's probably why they came up with that whole library on top of it to for the I think they said for casual games to uh, to program on so yeah it's pretty cool that they're 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 doing that and getting away from OpenGL which I was kind of surprised about but uh, I don't know yeah yeah lots of big announcements uh, one of the other things I was just thinking of is uh, this. There's again. There's just so many things that that were announced. I can't even keep track. But th- this one, in particular, really hit me. Uh, the being able to do not disturb or leave entirely group text messages. Oh yeah. Which is, I think that is something that Android also. I think I just heard may may be doing that, and at least some versions of Android. But um, such a silly little thing that people are constantly complaining about, though. And uh, I think I think it's a big deal. Even even just do not disturb, I think, would be huge because 
if I could just not be bombarded by text messages like that, uh, I, th- I think it's going to be save all if, of our... If it's just a two-way, like, if I text you, Shane, can you just <laughs> drop out of that text? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm leaving this conversation. <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> What's yeah. going on, Tony? Um, <laughs> I'm well, <laughs> and now that I think about that, I don't know. Does that mean they won't be able to, um, like, would those, in, those, all those people not be able to text you again or until a certain time? I, I'm not really sure on how that works exactly. That one thread. Yeah, they can <laughs> yeah. start another one. Again, then... yeah, if you start it with five people, I send something silly to five people. And then what if you're the last one to drop out? It's like, oh, nope, you can't. We can't have It's going to be that guy that's going to just start the new thread again of all six people. Just to get everyone again, and then everyone drops out, and he does it again. Something. Are you guys still there? Just to get around that. Oh, there we go. Oh, almost lost you for a second. Um, so the. Uh, sorry, what were you saying, Tony? No, I was just saying that I think there's going to be that guy there that just. Oh, Shane dropped out. We got to get him back. So let's start a new thread. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So um, one of the other things uh, that I just thought of to, to tie into the text messaging is is they are now allowing which i kind of was surprised about they're allowing um other uh phone carriers to receive text messages on on your mac as well through uh iMessage which was kind of oh yes kind of interesting but again and i don't use that you know tony you said you don't really use that on your on your mac i i don't really like it either um i like it's funny because (laughs) i like the ability to send but i don't want to receive you know Exactly. From, uh, that would be great because I got a keyboard, so I definitely wouldn't mind sending. I, I guess, don't know if there's a way to. I, I don't want everything just barking at me when yeah. I'm all, you know, with everything here. There must be a way to turn off the notifications or something. Maybe that's what we need to do. But anyway, well, that's uh, kind of what. Well, yeah, there could be something with that too. I suppose when iOS eight comes out, or, we briefly or Yosemite, right? We briefly mentioned the health kit thing. You know, it's just tying in a bunch of different health statistics in a one one view essentially is is what i took from that um which i thought i guess that's cool i don't have a lot of different in fact i don't think i really have any different apps and app specific area i should say a device that that will really you know tie into ios right now in that regard but um i do use my chart i wonder if that works with it use which one called my chart it kind of works with epic a bit i can send my doctor like notes and stuff and uh confirm appointments and things like that mm-hmm. um and I'm, I'm wondering if that'll kind of um integrate with it but i also think this 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 health kit is really a big thing for like when they announce their you know app fitness device the device there is or, in um, november or whatever it is or october yeah i'm thinking the iWatch has got to be a, a fitness a device, watch. or also. they don't market it a watch. I hope it's a fitness device and it's waterproof. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I, I know. Yeah, I keep. I want that too. I just rugged, I, rugged. I don't want to have to just like dance around it. Like it's like, oh, I can't. You know, it's on my wrist, but I gotta watch where my wrist is because I don't want to break it. It just doesn't seem like an Apple a, thing, unfortunately. I, exactly. As far as yeah, I know, I don't. Punch. I don't think no, Apple's released a waterproof device yet. I've dinged a lot of watches around, and I just know that if I wear something on my wrist, and it's an Apple product, it's probably going to break within the first week. This could be the time for them to actually ex- start exploring that, though. I suppose. Yeah. Maybe that's their plan. They want Tony to break his iWatch every week, and he's going. Well, exactly. That's how they get you. Yeah, that's right. Another two hundred. But at the same time, you know. we're talking about a whole other market here. So you know, something like a 
like a fitness uh, or like a bit Fitbit <laughs> bit fit. Um, well, that's like mostly rubber, right? The Fitbit. Or I believe Nike Fuel or yeah, whatever. something like rubber. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you know, it's, that's a whole other market. That that could be the water. I think the waterproof thing with something like that is a is actually a huge selling point. So. Well, I even think that with a phone, but I don't think they're going to do that right. anytime soon, except for. Some well, that's what I'm thinking. Though they could, you know, they could just start off doing something waterproof, maybe with this type of device. Um, yeah. But true. ah, we'll uh, see. Not to switch subjects, but Matt, I know you were talking about you know Spotlight a while back, <laughs> and how the web searches wouldn't um, would come up at the bottom or whatever. Oh, I kind of yeah. looked at Spotlight preferences. I don't know if you did, um, but I set all my web pages to the top. I don't know if you just. Like if you just type something in and then at the bottom it's spotlight preferences and you can kind of guide that all the way to top, up to the top. Were you were you looking at something like that or was there something else that was missing? Uh, you have web pages. Is that like a, a bookmarks you have? The, this was the I just yeah. want the uh, so the last one is search the web for whatever you type in ASDF. Oh, no, I want to search the web for ASDF. Search the web. Yeah, that one will stay at the bottom. That's the one that that's is one. actually I thought the it was web pages. But yeah, okay. Because I was like, oh, maybe it searched the web, because that's probably mm-hmm. it. Because you want to search the web through Spotlight is what you're saying. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's really nice to just uh, – and um, Launchy used to do that a lot, where you could just type it in and search the web was the first one. So you'd you know, hit the you know, command space equivalent on Windows, type in whatever you want, and boom, you can search for it. You don't have to find Chrome, whatever instance of Chrome you've got open, or Safari, and then go into the search bar and type it there. You can. I see, yeah. Because I know so, web pages. I did put mine up to the top there, but no, yeah, the searches, I get that. Okay. But, uh, okay, continue. <laughs> so was there any um, <laughs> was there any other things that uh, you guys can recall offhand that they talked about at WWDC? Um, uh, yes, the Swift programming language is the big one that I just was like, wow, that is, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, that's big. I downloaded the free book on the uh, Apple iBookstore. And I'm kind of slowly looking at it. But again, I want to kind of play with it. But I know, um, I guess I could download Xcode beta. I think it's at 6. Um, otherwise, it'll probably be out in the in fall. I suppose I just, just thought of another one. The, uh, the contacts, they're the favorites. Uh, being on that multitasking bar also is kind of a neat thing. Oh, yeah. You just double tap the home button and you got the contacts there. Yep. That I could see being pretty nice as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and then I don't know if you guys caught this. Uh you're going to have the ability, apparently, to just say, and I, th- I think it's only for phones plugged in, but you're going to be able to just say, hey, Siri, to <laughs> to be able to use Siri without actually touching the button. Really? <laughs> I think that's kind of, uh, that goes along with, uh, they've got, uh, I don't know if they bought Shazam or they're working really closely with Shazam that right. it kind of listens to what, what's going on and will tell you what song's playing in the background mm-hmm. all the time. Um Oh, and, you know, Google's got the same kind of thing. Like, it's, I think it's okay, Google. You say, and you can kind of, you know, it'll listen for that. So it's kind of the same type of thing there. Um, yep. Okay. Well, um, well, one thing I <laughs> yeah I was gonna mention was in oh. iOS, um, being able to uh, text while in the notification area. I think that was a new one. Oh yeah, you know, good point. Um, yeah, texting and. Um, you know, uh, commenting on Facebook, that kind of stuff, liking without even, yeah, without even actually going into the app. It's so it's it's almost kind of uh, a dual screen without it really being a dual screen. Kind, <laughs> kind of, of, yeah. Uh, it's like the notification is like the second. Yeah, I, I think app. that's actually a really 
cool little thing also. Yeah, I thought that'd be kind of nice. So, all right, sure. well. <laughs> Without even going to the, the page, you can say, I'm really looking forward to the next episode of Techies Podcast. Ah, yes, very good. You, yeah, so so do that. Nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when iOS 8 is available. <laughs> In the fall. In but the fall. unless you're a developer. Then you can which, get it now. Yeah. Then you can tell the world you're looking forward to the Techies Podcast before then. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all right. We good to go then? Yeah. Good to go. <laughs> XP Boost. This is the XP Boost section. And today we're talking about password managers. And I think uh, I I don't have a lot of experience with this, so uh, I'm going to take uh, let Matt take it from here, if you don't mind, Matt. Matt, go ahead. Uh- Oh, yeah, I guess I will just do a quick rundown of, um, I guess, the big heavy hitters in password management. Um, so the first one, uh, right off the bat, is just a key pass. Uh, the, the, the nice thing about this uh, password manager works on uh, Windows, Apple, and Linux. Um, the, uh, it stores all of its uh, passwords on a, a local database that you can, you can store, you can uh, back up however you want. Um, but, uh, yeah, it kind of works, uh, works kind of... Uh, I guess is all, all to say that one. Uh, Keychain, uh, that's Apple's uh, password manager. Um, I haven't used this too much, um, but I'm, I think it's just Apple only. And um, Tony, I think you were saying it only works in Safari as well. For um, most so of the things like, yeah, saving passwords and then like you can save credit card information and things like that. And it really is uh, mostly Safari-centric, if you will. Yeah, I don't... I, I try to and pull I think that one syncs through iCloud as well, um, so you've got all your passwords backed up um, that way, nice. which, which is nice. Um, the next uh, big player, uh, one password, uh, which works on Windows and Apples. <laughs> um, and uh, Not oranges. Oh, oh. By, by the way, uh, yeah, iOS on uh, one password, uh, KeePass has uh, various iOS uh, or Android um, apps. Um, Keychain, uh, I'm sure, works on iOS as well. Uh, one password I know has an iOS app. I'm not sure about uh, an Android app, um, but it is local as well. Um, but you can set up to back up to uh, basically whatever directory you want. So if you've got uh, Dropbox or um, Google Drive, you can have it back up there as well um, and have it synced to the cloud and uh, in the near future iCloud. Um, so it's got that going for it. Um, and then uh, the next big heavy hitter is uh, LastPass. Um, and this one is stored in the, the cloud um, exclusively, so there's nothing local to to store. Um, kind of nice for setting up on any other computers you've got. Um, and I think it works just through web browsers. Um, and I'm sure there are iOS devices. I haven't used this one as much, um, but um, I know for a fact it works on uh, Windows, Apple, and uh, I believe Linux as well. I did a quick search before the uh, the show here. Um, so those are the the big heavy hitters um, in the uh, the password management. Uh, space um yeah so I, i'm not sure if we want to go through and talk about what we're using right now or what we've used in the past oh that's uh, fine yeah um tony what are you currently using anything else um, in the past either in the past i tried um apple's keychain because it was a free thing it was work i would, you know i had a lot of apple devices you know, phone ipad um and mac and i thought oh it might be good but most of it was centered around um safari and i 
I use Google Chrome a lot, and um, I don't want to kind of switch my habits a bit as if I don't have to for an application. Sure, it's free, and um, if if you have these Apple devices, but you know, I didn't really, I didn't really like it a lot, and it was kind of a lot to kind of get used to. I I tried to look up different documents on how to set things up, and I I wasn't really liking it. Um, but I believe Matt kind of either is using or told me about one password. And uh, Christmas last year, I got I got it on Windows and my Mac, and um, I think that combination I think it was sixty bucks. So it's it is something. Um, but beforehand, uh, I know in a previous um, podcast, I think I talked about how all my passwords were in plain text on my iPhone, and <laughs> I don't think that's a I good. I guess thing. that would be another password manager we could talk about. <laughs> I guess you could Notepad, yeah, or Notes. I think Just probably synced to the cloud as well if you got iCloud configured uh, which is probably not good no yeah that's not good plain to oh yeah that's probably not the best thing so um but what it is is um and there's actually a google extension for google chrome so you can kind of use one password on there and um i most of the time i'm on my phone and um i did buy that one i think that one's 15 dollars for the uh ios one but and i don't know if it went down in price but um um, for bills, um, for anything like that, for um, you know, logging into any kind of website, um, most of the time I'm on my iPhone, and um, I can, um, I guess, for the, I was a little uh, ignorant at the time, or naive, or whatever you want to call it, when um, I downloaded the um, iOS device, um, um, I put in my password, um, um, let's say my my bank account, um, um, username, password, you know, set that all up, and. I thought it would launch my um, my bank app, and then log in. But oh. <laughs> but I'm like, no, that 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 wouldn't work because I don't I don't really think you you know an app can talk with another app. I just didn't realize it at the time. I just for some reason thought that, but um, it doesn't. But um, what one password does is it kind of opens up web pages inside the app, so I can pretty much pay bills, do whatever I need to do with inside the app, and I just uh, click on the link within one password. And um, it launches the app, uh, the website and auto logs me in with uh, my, my passwords, um, and then I can kind of do whatever I need to do. And um, it's extremely secure. There's um, what I a password manager or a password uh, generator, where you can kind of put in you know uppercase, lowercase numbers if you want to add alphanumerics, um, things like that. And you really don't even need to know the password. And then of course I've got it synced through. Um, well, you can do it through iCloud, but I have mine synced through Dropbox, my password file. Um, so you can kind of set it to a you know a location, and then you can have all your computers kind of pointing to that location through the app. Um, so that's kind of how I have mine set up right now. Um, I think. Do you have it, Matt? I think because you, I believe, told me about it. Yeah. Um, so originally, I was using KeePass on Windows, um, and I actually really like that uh, that app a lot. It's it's free, which is you know if you're on Windows. Um, or, or Linux as well, uh, the, the barrier to entry there is, is pretty low. So um, it's got the the, um, the nice thing was that on, on, on Windows, which was the, I guess I'll get into why, why I switched, but uh, it had the, the auto type feature, which is you're on a web page, you go to set the, the cursor onto your username, you hit, uh, I think it was Control-Alt-A, uh, and it would just uh, fill in your username, password, log into the site, uh, which was really nice. Um, and um, I just kind of like how it's, it's kind of bare bones, um, so it's just you, you manage all of your stuff there. Um, you've got to kind of keep a tight eye on it. If you want to back it up, you've got to save it to whatever place you want to to, to back it up. Um, 
but it, it, it's just nice. I know exactly what's going on with it. Um, so I, I'm, I'm a big fan of KeePass. The, the only thing I didn't like was uh, there's no real, it's, it's open source. There's no real official uh, uh, iOS app. So there's, there's a couple out there. Um, they're all by you know third parties. Some of them are open source, which you'd, you'd probably want an open source one um, just because it is managing passwords, something sensitive. You don't want <laughs> some private party could just you know write whatever they want into it. So the open source, hopefully you've got people reviewing this code. Um, I guess that made me feel a little bit better about it. Um, but then um, the reason I didn't like it on uh, switching to, to Mac is just uh, the, the auto type feature did not work on, on, on Mac. So you couldn't go to a website and auto login. You had to go, uh, go to key, key pass, copy your username, paste it into the username field, go back to key pass, copy the password and paste it back into the password field. Oh, yeah. um, so that was kind of, uh, kind of annoying, which uh, prompted me to switch to one password um, and I guess the, the the reasons I didn't do, do, do the other ones was a uh, keychain. If that's Apple only, um, you know, there's there's I don't know. I, I don't want to be completely tied in the. I love what Apple's doing, but I don't want to be completely tied in their ecosystem. So that was my big uh, gripe against that one. And then um, LastPass. I think there's a lot of people using it, loving it, um, but um, I just don't feel 100% comfortable about having all my passwords stored on their server in the cloud. Um, I guess, but. Um, you know, I don't, that might be just a, a crazy fear of mine. Um, so with that left one password or living with the uh, the problems with KeePass, uh, one password is it's actually quite pricey once you buy all of the, you know, for, yes. for you buy it for Apple, you buy it for your iOS device. They're, they really hit you up quite a few times, and I'm thinking well, they might release a new version and hit me up again. So that's Well, I the see the right. updates, but I just, you know, you can just download them, but hopefully they... Just give you the free updates. I don't know. They, I mean, they, they yeah, <laughs> I started out with version uh, one password version four, um, but I think users on one password version three had to pay again to upgrade to version four. So Ooh. once they get to version five, I don't know what would distinguish we'll the, the next version. Yeah, we might get hit up again. Um, I but that's I, I do like one password on on Mac. I haven't used it on uh, Windows at all, um, and the iOS app is is quite nice. So um, I noticed uh, I noticed that with one password also. Um, because I did, I think I got it for free at one point. Um, it might have been version one, and then I noticed again when later they were trying to make me pay money when I was trying to re-download it at one point. Um, but I think they still had the old version out there. Is that how that works? Yeah, you're still. I think you could probably to... yeah just stay on the old version if you wanted to. Um, I'm not sure. Could we? <laughs> are they going to make us, like, you know, your password? Yeah, if they come out with a password 5, then they'll probably make you upgrade. Um, I, the biggest thing is if they just start dropping uh, any kind of security updates on it, then you're kind of, you probably would want to update at that point. Uh, just like, I think Windows XP, they stopped doing security updates. That's probably time to upgrade now because yeah. if someone finds a hole, you you want to make sure you're covered. So, And just, uh, just a quick mention, I... I did try uh, one password for a while. Now, mind you, it was only the iOS app that I was actually using, so that was that made it a little bit of a pain at the time for if I wanted to enter my passwords and you know on a on a PC and all that, um, which is ultimately why I discontinued using it. it. Just ended up being kind of more of a hassle than it was worth, I thought. Um, but I've had you know apps on on my desktop and things like that, or my laptop that helped uh you know enter those passwords in there more automatically than i would be i I definitely see myself more likely to use 
those types of apps. Yeah, definitely. The, the desktop versions are way more refined. Um, so Tony was talking about the uh, the 1Password plugin for all the browsers. Um, I've got it on Chrome, um, uh, Safari, and Firefox. Oh, yeah. It works really say. well. It's got uh, so is that, all the major browsers have it. Sorry, did you say, is that is that a free uh, extension? That's a free extension once you buy the desktop, desktop version. You have to get the desktop one. Gotcha. Okay. And you definitely want to pick one that is going to go across all your devices, so you can just set it up once, have it sync, and it, you know have your passwords available everywhere. You just got the one master password to log in, and then you can access all your other passwords. Um, but you know, with that said, having these things, it, it, it's going to be a pain on any kind of uh, a mobile device you've got. I, it just I don't know. Typing in, I, I make my master password pretty. I don't know, pretty long, pretty. You know, yeah quote unquote secure and then it's how that is really a pain to type into your your mobile device it's so a pain, yeah. right i think it's, it's one of those things that it's never going to be perfect until google figures out the uh, the next way of not having uh passwords probably retina scanners or whatever they're coming up with something you jam in your eye and uh, you can log jam in. in your eye or your finger <laughs> jam your finger and dry and boom jam you're logged your finger in. no you know, fingerprint. But yeah, you can jam your finger into your Speaking eye. Speaking of jamming in your finger, I think that's one of the uh, types of devices that work with the health kit, actually, is like a diabetes uh, reader, right? <laughs> there you go. Yep. That's right. So I think that about covers the password managers, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Excellent work, uh, both of you guys. Uh, terrible work on my part, but also, maybe I'll have, to, uh, I'll, I'll have to take your guys' advice, maybe try this in one of these days in the near future here well and i don't know like what the um like how many passwords the average person needs before they're like you know what i need one you know i mean yeah. i obviously have a lot how many and times I'm sure you guys do too but do you need to get hacked and if you have one or two probably don't need one you know maybe i think it's you don't realize how many passwords you have and you're reusing until you yeah. get a password and I, when it, switching from key pass to one password was oh it was a pain in the butt switching password managers I've got uh, looks like a, over a hundred, just just over a hundred passwords. Um, switching that stuff is just oh my god, yeah. I don't even think but I have it, that many, but it, it is, is nice. You just it's worth it. What. Yeah, it is in the long run and everyday day to use. You need know, just day to day. It's just like oh, I just need this one password. It's good because I don't know the passwords of everything I set up. I just auto generated a new password. I'm like all right, whatever, put it in, and then as long as I know my main password, I'm good to go. The only thing, the only drawback is, is if let's say you are on a well, quote unquote, secure computer, and you're like, I want to go to like my bank. Well, I can't go there. I can go to that bank site, you know, like Chase.com or whatever, but I can't type in that password because I don't know it unless I have, um, you know, a way to get to my one password uh, like database. That's probably a good thing because you don't want to be really doing that stuff on a public computer, anyways. That's right. Well, that's why I said "quote unquote" secure. You know, you think it's secure, but it's probably not. But yeah, you want to but do it on the, your email. The nice thing is, peace of mind. You always hear. Uh, I think it was eBay was the <coughs> one that just got hacked recently. It's like, oh, go on eBay and change your password. But if you are reusing that password across sites, you really need to go change it on eBay and then every other site you've reused it across. So, if you're using a password manager, you, you're all unique across sites. So, eBay right. gets hacked as. You know, if you yeah, that is don't a huge care about benefit. eBay, or you can just go to eBay and I just got there. And you're, you're good. I think I just got to go ahead and uh, break down and and pay whatever the cost of the desktop version is here. Uh, did Did you remember? Uh, actually, do you guys have those prices up by chance? I think I paid for the um, um, 
I think it was a bundle, like a Mac PC oh, bundle yeah. was like sixty bucks. Okay, that's not, not too bad. Bundled. You get the latest, so you get the uh, oh, but that does not include the iOS or that was separate. I just ah. got that on my own because um, I got it for Christmas. Gotcha. Uh, the desktop versions. Okay. Well, that's for I think uh, I think LastPass is quite a bit cheaper. I haven't looked at it? the prices too much. One password seems to be kind of the uh the 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 most popular though at this point. Would you say? Um between the three of us, yep. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose that's true. Um Yeah, no, I have I think LastPass and uh One Password are, are pretty big. I are think they? they're both Okay. Gotcha. Those are probably the two main ones. KeyPass, I I I know some guys from work are using it, uh, but uh, it's definitely a lot nicer on Windows than it is on Mac. Okay. All right. Well, should we uh, mosey on then? All right. Yeah, we don't actually, uh, once again, we don't have any um, write-ins here, uh, I don't think. Unless uh, you, you, you guys, did you guys have any anyone write-in that I wasn't aware of? No? No one? <laughs> Nobody at all? <laughs> Hello? Bueller? Well, if you do, if you want to contact us, please feel free to do that at techiespodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash techiespodcast and on Twitter at techiespodcast, T-E-C-H-E-A-S-E, P-O-D-C. <laughs> uh, I can't remember if there's an extra E in there or an A. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, uh, you guys, can anybody find you guys anywhere else yet? Huh? Huh? Working on it. Uh, Morgan, seems, uh, right. Twitter account. That should be your guys' uh, job for next week. Uh, I wanna, I wanna hear Twitter accounts. Uh, I want to hear that the other podcasts that you guys are recording on, and uh, I also want to hear about. Uh, uh, <laughs> Trying to be clever your, here, uh, I got nothing. What's your Twitter account again? Uh, well, if I want to talk about it, the Twitter account I don't ever use. It. I pretty much use it to post stuff for the podcast I'm on, but one of which. Uh, well, go ahead. It's at Shave Maddox. Uh, the other podcast I'm on with Eric, we do the Wildernet podcast. You guys should go check that out uh, if you have any interest at all. Or if you have absolutely no interest in getting outside, this would be a good motivator potentially uh, to get more outdoors in a digital age, uh, which is exactly what this podcast is all about, digital oh. side of things. But again, no, no problem with uh, uh, using technology outdoors. In fact... Uh, this may actually it may actually be a topic. Uh, stay tuned for next week potentially. Uh, topic about combining technology with the outdoors. Um, I think that's uh, that's about that. Robotic but all dogs. I have to say about that, except for uh, also uh, one other thing, I'm uh, I'm looking forward to self-driving cars. <laughs> I know that much. <laughs> I don't know why Tony insists on pasting and pasting and pasting that into the show notes here, but uh, how do you know it's me? <laughs> <laughs> got your name all over that cursor. I think Matt's hacked into my account. Nice. Because I wasn't using one password on Gmail. Boom. All right. Well, there. I think uh, anything else you guys want to talk about? Matt? That, uh, I think that might wrap it up. I think yeah. that's about it. All right. Well, it's been a lot of fun, everyone. Once again. Thanks for sticking around and listening to us all ramble on here about tech-type things and all that good stuff. Tech, tech. 
stay tuned for next week. And until then, take her easy. Try again.